The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Are you a JBuds mini kind of person? Those are the smallest earbuds on the market by a major brand. They're compact, they fit on your keychain, they are perfect for on the go, and they come in really cute colors. Or are you going to do the JBuds Air Sport, which has a secure fit, they're sweatproof, and they have the be aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. Well, I need that because I run outside. You always got to be on alert. Okay, I'm getting some of those. You can do that too. Use Nikki25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com. To find your kind of tech. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girlbomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you. And treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of. One that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's the, you know, fourth show of the week. Thursday, we're going to be back on Monday. Always a little bit sad at the end of the week because I love starting off my day this way. And I am starting my day, let's be honest. It's 11.39 here and uh, woke up very late today. Was up super late last night. Um, pulled an all-nighter. Won't get into it, but a lot of emotion, an emotional roller coaster of an evening that um, thankfully at the... the the culmination of it was really uh, good. Um, for a while there, I wasn't going to sleep because I was like, I don't want to wake up in the mood that I'm feeling right now. Do you ever do that where it's like you don't you don't want to go to bed angry even at yourself or the world and you're like, let me try to get to a place where I, when I open my eyes, uh, I, I'm not revisited by these feelings I'm feeling now. So uh, I woke up feeling a lot better 
And um, yeah, uh, you know, I say that with quotes around it because (laughs) I woke up and, you know, my morning routine is always go out to the kitchen, throw in some oatmeal, then walk the dog, go to Starbucks, pick up my mobile order it in the elevator, pick it up, let the dog poop, walk back. Eat, eat the oatmeal, make another one, ask Noah if I can have 20 more minutes because <laughs> so, I can do my makeup and put on a clean shirt and um, present myself and then, uh, and then step in here and do this. But today I went to Starbucks and grabbed my drink and, um, and oh my God, I like, <laughs> there's like a tip thing on the counter and I, and I go there every day and, you know, I, from reading the Starbucks subreddit, I just know those people work really hard and get a lot of gruff, is that the word, for, you know, from customers who feel entitled because they're paying $7 for a drink sometimes. And, and honestly, they, they should be a little bit entitled. That's a lot for coffee, milk, and sugar. But um, I, I went in my, I, I had cash on me in my little fanny pack and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll throw in a tip. And did I wait for them to kind of maybe be in my eye line when I did it? You know I did. Because I, you know, when you throw in a tip, it's it shouldn't be about getting the credit for it. But if we all kind of look inside ourselves, giving an anonymous donation is probably the most selfless thing you can do. And whenever someone does it, I'm always like, wow, someone anonymously donated $50 million to, you know, Garrett and Casey's GoFundMe? No. Um, what a noble thing. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I I definitely like waited. And you never, they never see you. You know, they never see you. I threw in a fiver, which, because I'm a, I'm a fucking hero. You guys know that. But um, I, th- I threw in um, a like, you know, 80% of the, uh, I, I tipped 80%. My drink is like usually 647 or something. I mean, it's ridiculous that I get, I spend, oh my God, $13 a day on Starbucks times 30. I, I don't want to do the math. Let's not do the math. Don't write me the math. I wish I could men in black blinky thing all of my math lessons. I mean, I, I essentially have. I rely on a calculator a lot of times. Although I was impressed yesterday at my calculations for Andrew's 10,000 hours. I was listening to that podcast and I go, wow, I, I don't even, I can't even follow what you were doing in that moment. Was I tapped into something that I didn't even know I was capable of. But then I throw in the tip and I leave and uh, come back here, get ready, do my thing. And then I start to have a headache, like a little bit of a headache. I take some Excedrin and I'm like, oh, what is going on? And I go, let me get my coffee. And I cannot find it. And I'm, you know, ADD. I set things down in weird places. So I go and I check the dryer and the washing machine. And no, I check everywhere I've been that morning, like my closet, uh, the guest bathroom. And I'm like, where did I set that freaking drink? And I, I picked it up from the mobile stand, walked one step, dug in my purse for a fiver, and then didn't pick it back up. And walked out without my coffee. Like, these are, I'm, and um, that was just like, it was just, I mean, I know that's an example, but I didn't realize it till I got home. And like, every, uh, that to me is, that's because I didn't sleep last night. I'm going to attribute it to that. I also haven't taken um, my ADD meds today because 
Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to try to get off them or something. Ugh, it's uh, my, I'm at the end of my prescription and um, read some things last night from people who have opinions about me who, you know, like to type and really love to wax poetic about what they think is going on with me um, psychologically and seem to want to diagnose me and um, said some cruel things about like how I've been and like, well, she mentioned she's on ADD meds, so maybe it's that or maybe she's on cocaine or maybe she's using drug, like all these things that were really upsetting to read. And I don't usually read comments and I've unsubscribed from like my subreddit and stuff like that to protect myself. But last night I was, um, I had to go check something uh, in a place where people do comment about me and I went in and I kind of blurred my eyes so I didn't see anything I didn't want to see. But of course, to search for the thing you want, you have to read through the stuff that you don't want. And then I go, what is this? And then I clicked on it and it was just a lot of, um, you know, the same kind of thing that I was going off about the other day about like if you're someone who comments on celebrities and I'm not saying that I'm just people you don't know personally. Um, uh, just don't. Or if you're really actually concerned about them, um, there's ways to reach out. Like you can always DM me on my Instagram. That's a way to reach out. Um, you can write a voice memo uh, into the show or like not write one. That'd be weird if you just voice memoed yourself <laughs> scribbling on a, a paper. Maybe we would use it and I would turn it into an ASMR video and I would say, even from these pencil scribblings, I can hear that this person thinks I'm doing drugs. And you know, I've done it before too, where I go, what is, something's changed about this lady or this guy. Oh my God, they look this way. Like I've, I've zoomed in on Daily Mail photos, paparazzi invasive shots of celebrities and made assumptions and had little like, you know, thoughts to myself about what's going on with them, projecting my BS all over them. And maybe not even projecting, maybe I'm genuinely concerned or, you know, although I will have to say anytime I go, she has an eating disorder. I mean, that that's like, that was me projecting so much. Um, but I can't see it a mile away, folks. I can see it a mile away. But, um, and I'm not going to name names. Uh, I honestly can't even think of someone. I mean, everyone. Can I just say everyone has one? You know, I think that anyway. <laughs> but uh, um, I'm, I'm not going to get into specifics and I don't want to like go off about it and then this feels very like self-serving anyway but I'm just um kind of just dealing with those feelings and I'm struggling with um uh you know saying things about my I'm I'm having I'm I'm having a little struggle here on the show today and in in general in life of um the ways I expose myself and the things that I talk about on this show or on stage or you know it's interesting because, and I've talked about this before, so many things that I admit on here and things that I cop to and words that I use, you know, remember when I did the whole thing about someone writing about me that I was spiraling and I go, I gave you that word. I gave you all the evidence that you cited, that you, you acted like some kind of like sleuth that you noticed. Um, you're, people are still doing this where I read these things of, Nikki's on drugs. What's going on with her? She's changed. I've been a fan since this long and now she acts this way and she said she was on ADD meds and I'm thinking that someone needs to intervene and take those away from her and um, I think I've given you all of that. 
I think I anything that you may have said about me in in, in these things and and boy, um, you said a lot. <laughs> like there's there's a lot. You know, I thought I was avoiding comments that you guys. Not you particular, like there are so many of you I want to say shout out to everyone in these kind of places that I think you know that there are chances I'll see it. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you're like openly, maybe you're openly defending me thinking that I won't see it. Regardless, like I did see a lot of people come to my defense with people that were trying to, um, you know, just if you're if you want to walk away from being a fan of me and you aren't really concerned about me and you're not like actually um I don't know what people want from writing this stuff uh, is what I'm saying like uh, I understand commenting about oh we're worried about her but like do you is it because you think it's gonna get to me and that's your way of telling me you're worried because it did get to me and it um if anything it made me so much worse than I was feeling before um so I don't know what these people's mission are I think uh, their lives are probably unhappy because I know that when I like to criticize and really dig into someone that I don't know and even someone I do know that it's generally because I'm struggling inside about something. So maybe before you go onto a message board or tweet a mean thing, um, like do a journal entry about why you want to do it before. Like that's what I do sometimes when, um, you know, with my food addiction stuff, like for me, I used to like binge to the point where I would make myself sick. And, and now I have like um, little roadblocks in place so that that doesn't happen. So let's say yesterday, in fact, I was feeling a lot of feelings even before. Um, like, uh, honestly, the stuff I read yesterday made me angry. I was literate. Uh, and I've never felt that way. Of, like, I wish I couldn't read. <laughs> I wish that I could blind. I wanted to be like, who's King Lear? And, bl and stab my eyes out because of the stuff I read about myself that was like truly um, like the worst things you think about yourself like uh, people have written like and and written well by the way I have very articulate educated uh, <laughs> uh, ex-fans um, but you know just put a thing in, in place where you go you, you stop yourself. So yesterday I was like really wanting to binge because I was feeling a lot of feelings and I was nervous about something. And I wanted a, like, I think I was like on a, like a third bowl of oatmeal or something like that. And I, before I reached for the fourth, cause I'm scraping the bottom of the third, we've all been there where we're just like, I can't get enough of this thing. I want more. And you like already have it in your mind that you're going to reach for the box of cereal, whatever is the thing that you're going to like, let's just finish it off. I go, let me just pause and call a friend and like, talk about my feelings and then when I'm done with that call if I still am hungry for that fourth bowl of oatmeal um you can have it but let's just like have a little bit of a, a pause so maybe before you write these things take a pause but um to everyone who went in there and and actually like really beautifully uh came to my defense and you weren't even mean to the people you were like understanding of what they said and like then you just it felt really loving and um, I called a friend about it and they were like, focus on the good, focus on the people that love you and don't focus on the hate. And I go, it's really hard when the hate isn't just like one little tweet, but a 1200 word essay <laughs> and, you know, accusing me of all the things that I fear about myself and all those things. And I honestly, 
you know, part of him was like, I just want to stop doing, you know, I went through all those range of emotions of like, I want to quit. Like, I don't need this. Like I, this, I initially, obviously I, and I even, I don't even want to say the things I'm about to say now. I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of tiptoeing through this because I don't want to give people more, um, what's it called? Ammunition to, to use it against me. You know, it, it honestly feels like some of the things I say on this podcast are like, I, I'm being so intimate that it's like someone, when you know, when someone you love uses a thing that you told them really vulnerably when it was a good moment and then they use that back and they go, well, maybe, um, you know, they throw it in your face in a, in an angry moment and you go, whoa, oh my God. Like I never, I don't want to, I don't trust you anymore. Um, so that's kind of how I feel, but, um, I will say that uh, I um, really appreciate the people who love me. I hear the people who hate me, unfortunately. I did read it, and it was terrible. And I'm not taking my ADD meds today because I'm just, maybe they're right. Um, but I do want to say, like, uh, I was had suicidal thoughts, like, plaguing me last year, last summer. You can go back and listen to you up episodes of my podcast and hear how depressed I was last summer and getting diagnosed with ADHD and getting medicated for that in a really cautious way and being so overly like, are you sure that I need these? I please, I'm, I want you to know that I'm not tricking you into giving me these. Like I'm not trying to finagle ADD meds. I had so much shame about it. And the doctor's like, you didn't trick me. I'm a doctor. And like... You know, you went and got a test. You didn't just go to the doctor and say like, hey, I I'm, I have ADD. Like I brought in documents that were done for from me doing rigorous hours long tests to test my um, attention and stuff. So um, I didn't take them today because I just, you won. You won, trolls or people that have faux concern for me. You got me to um, deviate from a professional <laughs> doctor's plan for me and uh, and give it a whirl and see if you're right. Like maybe I don't need to be on that stuff. And um, but I do want to say that the, those are the only things that have worked to to not make me suicide, have suicidal thoughts. So I'm not going to say like, look what you made me do or anything like that. I'm just saying like it's 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 hard for me. It made me cry last night because I'm like I've never felt better and like more healthy, and I haven't been plagued by those thoughts ever since I started taking those meds. Yet I'm reading, I'm not joking, chapters of different people writing in saying that I they think I'm on drugs and like that it's turned me into a, um, you know, a tangential, rambling, um, uh narcissistic moron essentially and uh not moron no one said that that's that's my own wording but you know that's a really tough place to be because if it were about me using a drug that I thought I was already shameful about and like you know I would go okay this is the bottom I need to like quit but it's something that was prescribed to make me feel better so it's like really it's hard and I don't mean to get like emotional I wanted this to be light and and um you know I'm just having a lot of feelings today, but I, I promise you that I did go to bed feeling really good and like focused on the love and I really appreciate um, everyone. 
who um who who sent that love and like it, it really I'm so sorry I'm crying I'm so embarrassed it's so stupid I did not even want to talk about this but you know like um when you do a podcast every day which you know was my own doing and I asked for this because I think I'm special enough to talk into a microphone and have you guys listen every day and um so I brought this on myself sometimes things come up like this and um Sorry to be crying. I'm probably about to start my period, even though I get it every two fucking weeks now. So it's due in like now. Um, so it's probably that. But also, you know, I I hate to blame my period because what your period does is just like kind of put down your defenses. Like the feelings are real, but that you just don't have as many defenses. And so I'm not so much of a clenched fist today as like an open palm uh, that's slapping me in the face. But thank you to everyone who still enjoys me and believes in me and understands I'm flawed and I'm not always going to get it right and I'm going to sometimes say things I regret. And please, 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 I want to keep on sharing and being as vulnerable with you as possible. Please don't use it against me and um, please just take a breather before you write something mean about me and just know that like you could be putting something out there that really makes someone stay up till 5 a.m. and then forget their coffee at Starbucks the next day and have to delay the podcast even more. Let's get Andrew in here. Andrew! Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Seriously, like think about your wardrobe and how hell it is. I know I think about mine and I'm just like, ugh, I don't even want to wear anything in it. I need some new things to spice it up. That is exactly what I did when I went to Quince. I heard about Quince initially from my assistant who has impeccable style. She had an amazing sweater and I said, where did you get that? And she was like, it's cashmere. I was like, ooh la la. They do 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. I own two myself. And then they also have washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I actually have an ear cuff that I got. They have such cute jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They cut out the middleman. They work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. All you have to do is go to their website and look for yourself. It's quality stuff. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. 
Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. If you're in the market for some new headphones because you keep losing yours, the ones you shell out hundreds of dollars for, stop doing that and just go with the JLab JBuds line. All of their products are compatible with the JLab app, so you can customize your sound to your personal preferences. They've got so many options. They've got the JBuds Mini. It's the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. They're compact. They can fit on your keychain. They're actually so small that you can sleep with them in. They come in five cute colors, mint, aqua, black, sage, and pink. I'm obsessed with them. Or there's the JBuds ANC3, which is their smallest active noise-canceling true wireless earbud. And then, if you're a sporty person, there's the JBuds Air Sport, true wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, they're sweat-proof, and they have a be-aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. What I want you to know is that JLab is now my preferred brand of earbud, and now they can be your preferred brand. All you have to do is use code Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. That's a lot, you guys. Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's Ultimate Girl Bomb Grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. Andrew. Hey. What did hey, I, man what, in white. <laughs> what? I like your outfit. Oh, thanks. It's very sporty. Sporty spice. Yeah, it looks cool. You're in, um, where are you again? I Connecticut? Have no idea. Yeah, I'm in Greenwich, Connecticut. First time. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, first time bringing a girl uh, home to meet home the to nephews. The yeah. Oh, to the nephews. And I got. I like that the nephews th- are like. So, what are your intentions with our uncle? And they're like <laughs> three and like five. <laughs> Honestly, they're th- these kids are so much smarter than I was at their age. I mean, it's it's wild. I don't I don't know why. Actually, Sid was chewing on things that he shouldn't have. But so well, he's right where you are. 
Yeah, he was where I was at 14, <laughs> and he's two. I mean, you were, I think you were chewing on something, that, like, you chew on plastic stuff, so maybe, like... I chew He's on my actually own very skin. advanced in his in his Colin uh, d- genetical gen- genetical genetic uh, predisposition to chew things. He's he's he sh- he skipped a, a couple grade levels. There. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he's up to he's, he's up prodigy. to Starbucks stoppers, and you started on those when in eighth grade. <laughs> Honestly, I'm jealous because he has a space in between every tooth. <laughs> Wait, wait! You like those spaces so you can put things in them. You like those? Oh, you can put other teeth in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, so, so I, how did they I, receive I, your lady? I mean, it hasn't been fully received. We literally just got here, but um, oh, real? Like you left super? You left at like five a.m. Yeah, I left really early. Uh, Six a.m. flight. So I got oh, here like wow. an hour ago. Um, oh my god! Did you have a connection? No, no connection with Brenna. Uh, we saw each other. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> she <laughs> played by ear. Um, we got a room though. I got a bed. It's the first time I've ever gotten a bed. It's like your joke. I know it really is. The come couples full- always get the rooms, and you get the the shed. Yeah, I honestly feel like couples. Have you ever been on a trip? And you've been a single person, and the couple, you don't even know them. They're not even family, and they get the bed just because there's two of them, and no one knows them. I don't know that I've ever been in... Um, that situation? Like, on a family trip. Yeah. I don't know. No. But you've I don't been think a so, single but person? I, 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 know, I think I, you're right. I, I would assume that, like, yeah, they're not going to put couples out cause in the canoe or, like, <laughs> on an air mattress because they might be banging, you know? I know, but it's like where do you usually I'm stay in Connecticut? Don't you have like eight bedrooms there? Uh, it's one. It's their rental house, so it's not. Oh, it's only four bedrooms, and two of them are made into other things. Oh no, no, it's a you know the other. So where do you usually keep... sleep when you're there? When you're a single man? Uh, they usually put me under the water in the pool, <laughs> without a scuba gear, and just see if I could drown each night. But no, usually I'm on an air mattress. In the pool. In the pool. <laughs> so who yeah. is who is now relegated to the air mattress instead of you? What single piece um, of shit is on that thing now? Uh, that's a good question. I mean. Like who's I, not getting a room because you have the room? Probably the, 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 the lawn man. No, the, the dog's always had a bed. I remember my brother one time asked me if I was sleeping on his bed while they were gone and he thought I was too dirty for the bed, and the dog slept on the bed every night. Wow. And this dog had a wetter mouth than me. I mean, probably because it was brushing his teeth a little bit more. <laughs> well. <laughs> he was foaming you know, he at the mouth because he had some Colgate in there, not because of rabies. <laughs> when you, If you ever get bit by a rabid raccoon and start foaming at the mouth, I'm going to be like, Andrew... Are you brushing your teeth or do are you going to die? Do you know that if it's, you get rabies, you 100% if you get bit by a rabid animal, there's no cure, you just die? Did you know that? Dude, I'll give rabies to the rabid dog. Whatever I have will kill the dog more probably. That's a true story though. Like if you get bit by a rabid animal and get get rabies, there's yeah. no cure for it and you 100% of the time will die. It's like There's the, got to be I a cure for rabies. I learned from this rabies. American Life episode. What? 
There's no like a vaccine for rabies. You just get you're done. You're done. I learned that from a This American Life uh, episode, um, and I, maybe I have to fact check that. But I, I'm I think I'm a <laughs> I, I I would almost bet your life on it. That I mean, that first is, of all, that's nothing. But I. I, I <laughs> <laughs> wait, I'm I'm confused because plenty of people have had to been Noah. Can we look this up? I I can't believe this. I want to I, I want to look did. it up. Nikki's right. It's very seldom that someone survives from it. I think it's almost zero chance. Maybe rabies morbidity rate is what I'm typing in. And it says the mortality rate from rabies is estimated at, oh, well, that's just people like how many? One in a million or one in a thousand. What is the morbidity? Wait, no, that's not it. Um, <laughs> yeah, what did you find, Noah? Once a rabies infection is established, there's no effective treatment, though a small number of people have survived rabies. The disease usually causes death. For that reason, if you think you've gotten exposed to rabies, you must get a series of shots to prevent the in infection from taking hold. Oh, so once the infection takes hold, you're gone. Oh my but you God. can you have a little bit of a window before. Yeah, I thought, damn. I, yeah, I know. I, I thought th it was just like you get a shot and you're good. Yeah, I literally thought you just put some freaking rubbing alcohol Vaccine on, on it. it? Yeah, I really, yeah, put some of that scope that I should put in my mouth on it. No, um, you should start doing your makeup the way you want it for your open casket. That's what you should do. You have a small window to <laughs> get your, you should call your lawyer and get your, you know, <laughs> will taken care of. Um, so I'll tell you though, for like a minute there, you, you look pretty cool as a rabid human. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be pretty cool for about 10 minutes. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I wonder if you, like, if you're a rabbit human, if you try to bite people. Like, that's how rabies spreads is it makes animals, like, <laughs> crazy so that it will, like, spread it. You know what I mean? So I wonder I'm, if you, like, go on all fours and are, like, biting people and, like, I don't it's know. It's so weird. Something that doesn't kill a dog that only lives 10% of our lives kills us. It's just weird. Diseases are weird, man. I think it, it kills a dog, too, babe. Oh. <laughs> I think it's the oh. same rule. Um, <laughs> but uh, listen, what doesn't kill you makes you foam at the mouth and then. Uh, Have you ever seen a, a casket, an open casket? Oh, dude, yes. Have you? Oh, yeah, it's intense. Yeah, it's um, it's so weird. They look so, they look like Madame Tussauds. Oh, my God. I saw and my grandpa And you just think they're going to sit up and open their eyes and then be like, gotcha. Mine did. Mine did. What? Yeah, he came alive. <laughs> He goes, don't touch your trust fund until you're 30. And I was like, no, I'll spend it all at, at 22, Grandpa. <laughs> um, on, on uh, you know, bottle service. Yeah, and, and strippers. Strippers who I think might like me more than they <laughs> do. Did, yeah. you have, did you ever get strippered and think, like, a stripper was into you and, like, more than, like, she usually would be? Like, you... You had a connection with her. Yes. Guys, that happens all the time. Every time I went to a strip club. Every time. I, do, I thought the bouncer you know, wanted to marry me. Well, I do think that that does happen sometimes. Like, strippers aren't, like, these cold, like, just money-grubbing, like, there's no connection that they have with their clientele. Like, waitresses fall in love with their, like, you know, people dining at restaurants sometimes. There's got to be people that do actually get through and actually have... You know, a real, well, that's made a real I went connection on a with date. a stripper. I went on you a did? date with a stripper when I got arrested for speeding on a jet ski. 
And you met her at a strip club? Yeah, I met her at a strip club. I got her number. I took her out the next week. Uh, I was dropping her off. she didn't speak English, right? No English. None. Nunca. Never. How did you ask her out then? I said, uh, <laughs> yo, vas, tu vas, uh, uh, ensenir, maybe? I don't know. No, I probably asked her. Yeah. I go, dinner, and she goes, she knew, like, very little English. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so enough did you. To, I, yes, yes. So we met in the middle of her knowing five <laughs> words and me knowing ten. We were both biting things most of the night because um, of rabies. <laughs> so, so I'm glad you survived. I'm glad you the small. I uh, I took her out to dinner and uh, we had a nice, you know, nodding to each other. Um, we were both enjoying ourselves, and <laughs> I was dropping Hill. her. I, <laughs> I was dropping her off, and she I'm kept just going, a guy standing in front of a stripper. Asking her to get a English, Spanish to English dictionary. Asking so her, ask you to suck my dick later. <laughs> Mama and la pinga. Understand it. Mama la pinga means suck my dick in Spanish. Really? Yeah. Por favor. Oh my please. god! Why do you know that? I, I was uh, anyhow. So I. Is no, Brenna in the room? No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. She's in the back. She's in the cage. Um. <laughs> Wait, what was I saying? Oh, so when I was dropping off, she kept going, you're yeah. so nice. You're so nice. That's all she could say. You're so yeah. nice. And uh, the cop rolled up because we were in a shitty party area, and he freaking flashes lights, and he goes, step out of the car. And she looks at me like I'm not nice, and I freaking tell the cop. The cop goes, you have a warrant out for your arrest for speeding on a jet ski in a manatee zone. And, I, <laughs> and he goes, you... You have a warrant. You got to go to jail. I'm so glad she didn't know English at that point. Well, that's the thing. I told him. That's a combination of words that you wouldn't find in an English textbook. Yeah, those aren't the first words you're learning. Andrew got arrested for speeding in a manatee zone. He has a brother named James. He likes to skateboard. (laughs) Okay, so so she goes, you're so nice. And uh, did she tell the cop that? And did he go... You know what he is, ma'am. Except well, to no. Animals. So the cop's name was like Fernando or something. So I guess I racially profiled him and thought he spoke Spanish, which I was right. But whatever he told her, <laughs> she threw the car keys and ran away because I think she what? was afraid of getting deported because she's from Colombia. Oh. Um, I th- and it's either that or she really liked manatees and and was upset about my behavior yeah that would have been me i would have been like you <laughs> sped in a manatee zone you know that you're chop is there a blade on a jet ski though That's I, mean, you, I guess there's you could just no ram propeller. into it there's no propeller but they're so slow that they might not get out of the way soon enough and you're like the bottom of your boat could just hit them which you'd get a pretty cool jump off of there for sure <laughs> um yeah, and so i go to jail the guy took me to jail and i'm talking oh to the cop God. and he and he's apologizing to me I swear to God, he's like, I'm sorry, you got to go to jail for this. This is, it was an $80 yeah, fine. He knew you were going to get your, your pinka. Yeah, my pinka well, aguad. And, uh, uh, yeah. And <laughs> by her punta. Uh, yeah. So, um, watered. <laughs> so I end up, I end up going to jail and I'm in jail with two fucking, like, badass dudes and they're talking about why they're in there and i told them i was in there for 
speed on a jet ski, and I literally thought they were going to, like, beat the shit out of me. And then the guy just asked me if it was a Yamaha or a Kawasaki. <laughs> and I was like, was it? it was a Yamaha. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, that's a good ski. That's a good ski, man. And I knew, I like, we bonded over not, you know, Kawasaki would have maybe been too exotic or too foreign for him. I don't yeah. know. And yeah, then I got out of jail and I went back to the strip club to apologize and for her to take me back. <laughs> I and? swear, <laughs> she wanted nothing to do. <laughs> she wanted really? nothing to do with me. Like, and did, I was did like, she, <laughs> did she do a pull a Sephora and act like you didn't it, it, that you were invisible or kinda, that she was invisible? Kind of, because she was dancing and I went up there with, <laughs> with dollars, to, so she would talk to me. Did you say you donated to Greenpeace and like in her honor? <laughs> I mean, maybe she really was an animal rights activist, but I'm guessing, yeah, she just didn't, she didn't understand what you were being pulled over for. And I mean, she obviously like was with you because you're so nice. And then obviously if the cops are arresting you, you're not so nice. No, so nice. And I'm not saying that as like, I'm not trying to do an impression of someone who is an immigrant. I'm just saying that's, you know, how people that don't speak language as their first language talk sometimes. Uh, That wasn't me being racist i hope that uh, you don't interpret it that way no Please problem don't cancel me. Um, um all right let's get to the news yeah you heard it here first you heard it here first oh man i hope you're having all the swells yeah happy thank god Tuesday, it's, everyone <laughs> yeah i was gonna say thank god it's wednesday <laughs> uh, i hope you're having all the swells having a great time out there and uh yeah that's pretty much it first story um, a TikTok doctor warns not to pee in the shower because you're creating an association in the brain between the sound of running water and having to pee, and it could possibly cause leak issues. Mm. You know, um, this guy ain't wrong. Um, I don't think it's maybe the it, the feeling of being bathed in warm water makes me now have to pee. And sometimes I would get into a shower with a guy, and I would like it's one of the first things I want to do is pee in the shower. It's like the first thing I do oh. when I get in the shower if I have to pee. Like I pee in the shower probably every time. You know the way <laughs> that you brush your teeth every time you're in the shower? Not every time. Well, that concerns me because before you told us it's the only time you brush your teeth. No, I know, but now I realize So I'm really why my hoping tooth- that every time you brush your teeth in the shower at least. <laughs> now I, dude, have you ever used my shower? Did I brush with your piss? I pee in the shower every single time. And um, and now it's actually good because my water will run like the spray tan will usually come off. So the water already looks like it has piss in it. So if I happen <laughs> to be in there with a guy, I can just say that the water is my spray tan and not my piss. But it is my piss. But there's been times where like I had to stop my pee stream when I was like intimately in the shower with a person because, you know, even recently I was showering off after sex and or like, you know, hook a uh, hookup or something. And uh uh, and I, I, he was like in the bathroom and I was like, God, I need him to leave so I can pee in the shower. Cause he might pull back the curtain and like, look, and then I'm pee- like, no one wants to see a girl. So you talking about your up. pussy? Huh? No, pull back the curtain. But, uh, the, 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 <laughs> I mean, you would have seen that too. <laughs> pull back all the curtains. All the curtains. <laughs> the shower curtain. And then there's a glass door actually on my pussy. I don't have a curtain there. <laughs> Uh, you you really you think, you think I you think I've got a, a, a double plastic down there with just a map of, 
the map of the MTA subway. Oh yeah, there. I used to have a map of the world in my old. Uh, it was for old my ge- uh, like geography lesson because I don't know anything about geography. Andrew, though, wait a second. So, um, is it like I love pee- Noah? Do you pee in the shower? I pee in the shower, by the yeah, way, all the course. time. Um, I, I think it's different for women, and I don't mean to take this from you. I'm glad that you do too, Andrew. But like, women <laughs> never get a chance to pee standing yes. up, and there's something about it, like you. It's it's really interesting because if you have enough of a stream going and it's like urgent <laughs> enough, you can you can pee in a way that it's not going to dribble down your legs like it usually does when you pee like on a camping trip or something. You know what I'm saying, Noah? Like there's sometimes I go, I could just pee standing up and like probably <laughs> I, I would maybe I would maybe miss the bowl most of the time, but like there's sometimes I'm like, oh my god, it would feel free to do this. I used to have a joke that um I was at a concert. Or I was at like a music festival and I was so jealous of guys that just got to like, I had to wait in line for the porta potty when I had to go to the bathroom and guys could just like walk off into like the wooded area and just go and it's so much easier and it's like I had to like wait in line and ditch this dirty door and so one time I was just like, I'm gonna just go standing up and it was awful because I got poop all down my leg. (laughs) You know, a little switcheroonie at the end there. Um, So, wait a second. Uh, yeah, like, Wait, w- would it be disturbing but, if you caught Brenna peeing standing up? Like, would that, that would no, be, I, I, w- I think some guys are turn me pee. on. Really? I think it would turn me on. I did pee in the shower w- with an ex before, and I got caught because it smelled. Oh, right. That's the problem. If it's a non-smelling piss, I don't think anyone cares. But if, and then if you eat vitamins, it really glows. So that <laughs> yeah. could be- that could get you in trouble. B twelve will really fuck up your piss and, and I mean, give you give it away. You're like, um Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm actually yeah. jaundice and it's I'm doing this new spray jaundice. Well the problem is, really is I piss in the bathtub and then it turns purple. <laughs> <laughs> I, did I ever tell you about the time I was at the view? I think I've told this story before. The show The View? Yeah, yeah. No? I was on the view. I got to be on the view for Wait, the first what? time in my life. I didn't yeah, know dude. This. You didn't know Noah, I think maybe this was before you as well. Um I got to be on the view and um uh, I was a real le- ledge head on the view. I wanted a good one, you know what I'm saying? So I was sitting on the edge of the table, wanted a good oh, view. Oh yeah. Way up uh, there. Uh, cool joke. Uh, Look down. So I was <laughs> What did you just say? Look down. Look it's down. High. It's high up and there. So well Barbara Watts just say, "Take a little time to enjoy the view." Like that used to be the thing that would go into it. But, um, and I was doing a Sherry O'Terry impression of Barbara impression. But um, I got invited to do the view, which they would always bring in like guest comedians. A lot of my friends had done it. And I was like, oh, I'm so excited. On my episode, it was Rosie O'Donnell. That's when she was on still. Um, it was, God, she's a, she's a pundit. No, Hasselback wasn't there. It, um, and Whoopi would have been there, but she was um, just like not in that day. Um, I think. Not even Joy Behar was there. It was Nicole um, something. Nicole, she's a she's a news anchor. She's she was on the View regularly. Nicole Wilson or something. She's um she's like kind of like moderate news anchor. She does like both sides. She's really smart, mm-hmm. really cool. Love her. And then um, one other person who I forget. And then no, just look up Nikki Glazer the View and see who was on the table with me that day. And then. Um, Oh my god! I can't believe I'm going to tell this story because I don't want to drum up any like controversy. But Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child was also there. 
Um, and before the show, we were all you go you go and you get hair and makeup and then you go in a room with all the girls from the View and all the producers and you sit and you like people are eating breakfast and like you talk about the topics the hot topics of the day and like what the what the rundown of the show. It's really fun actually. Like everyone's just kind of like joking around and you know Rosie O'Donnell is someone that I like loved worshipped growing up. Like the Rosie O'Donnell show was so fun. It like. I just loved, loved that show. It was the first time I was, like, in love with, like, an adult kind of show. Or at least at that time, it was, like, something moms watched. And I was, like, a kid that just, like, couldn't get enough of that show. And the koosh balls that she would throw out and the crush she had on Tom Cruise that was really kind of not real. <laughs> we come to find out. This was before she came out. Um, So I'm backstage, and Rosie O'Donnell is, like, we're hitting it off. And she's showing me – and Michelle Williams is just kind of cold to me. And that's, like – she doesn't need to be nice to me. She's maybe doing her own thing. I, I'm not even trying to get her to like me or whatever. And like, it's whatever. And um, and I'm a Destiny Child fan. Like, I was like, oh my god, Michelle Williams. Even though in the song Survivor, she has one of the weirdest solos ever that really takes you out of the song. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm only saying that because of what happened between her and I. So I'm backstage. Rosie O'Donnell's showing me these like. She's like, oh, I gave the kids a bath last night, her kids. And she's showing me that these dyes that you can throw in the bath that, like, turn the bath water purple or blue mm. and, like, make bath time fun. She's like, isn't that fun? And I go, oh, my gosh, we had that when I was a kid, except, like, mine was just, like, like yellow every time. And it was just, honestly, I just peed in the bath. I was just making a joke, right? Yeah. Which is f funny, I guess. Like, no, it's like, funny. It's funny. It, I wasn't like trying out material for the show. There was no intent, just except to make people like laugh in the room. And Michelle Williams looks up and goes, "Ew," <laughs> and then shakes her head and looks back down at her stuff. Makes it so weird. Like, <laughs> takes me literally, I guess. And I was like, "Oh, I'm just joking." Doesn't look up and go, oh, okay. you know, just says, oh, she took the piss disgusted face, yeah. looks back down at her notes, and, like, I'm dead to her. Like, she, I'm enemy number one to her after this. And I'm just like, oh, that was uncomfortable. And I'm, like, a guest on the show. She's been there a ton. Like, you know, it was just unfriendly, and I was just like, I don't, maybe maybe that really triggered her in a way. I'm, I don't know. So then we go out, and this is the show that was after, the, it was the day after the Grammys, some probably 2014 Grammys. And at the Grammys, Prince came out uh, unexpectedly, did a surprise thing. And we were talking about, oh my God, Prince came out and surprised everyone. And I was like, you know what's really cool about that? The way the celebrities in the audience reacted to Prince coming out, they looked like, you know, they were, you genuinely saw these like celebrities that are usually so jaded and like, I'm so cool. They were freaking out. It was really cool to see, you know, uh, I don't know who I referenced, uh, who was like, like, it was cool to see uh, Lady Gaga look like a Backstreet Boy fan, like from mm -hmm. like, like, you know, a, a Beatles, Beatles mania. It was cool to see. I, I think I compared um, a celebrity to a, a Backstreet Boys fan from 1998, one of these girls that are crying in the front row, like being like, AJ! Well, no one cried about AJ, but... Um, they cried for other reasons. Yeah, so all I said was, it was cool <laughs> to see celebrities looking like Backstreet, like freaking out and looking like Backstreet Boy fans. And Michelle Williams go, well, what would you have done? And I was like, oh, no, I'm saying it was it was cool. And she was like, if you were one of them, what would how would you have reacted? Are you like, like almost Wait, mad at what? me? Like, it was so wild. It sh it made me, 
it was like, and I, and I, and I was like trying to, I wasn't like competitive with her. I was just like, oh no, I was just joking. Like, I was just saying like, no, Did I, she not I, understand I, you know sarcasm? what I said? I go, I go, I would have done the same thing. No, she, she, it wasn't even sarcasm. What I was saying, I was being sincere. Like it was cool to see them actually have a real human reaction and not be too cool for school. And she goes, well, what would you have done? How would you have reacted? And I was like, oh my God, I would have done the same thing, which is actually not true. Cause I'm not a Prince fan and I don't really care. Um, and, <laughs> but I was just, you know, like if someone came out impressive, of course I would act that way. I'm like a huge fan of celebrities. And it was so crazy. It like made me just like shut down. I was just like, okay. And then, um, and then later on in the show, I said another thing that made everyone feel that no one laughed except Rosie O'Donnell laughed so hard next to me. And she goes, I'm sorry. That was fucking funny. And she said fucking, she goes, oh my God. Oh my God. I have, she covered about, she goes, I have never once cussed on TV in my life. I have, I can't believe I just did that. And it was because she came to my defense about a joke that no, everyone else goes, oh, and it wasn't. Do you even remember like what that. it was? Do you remember? What I don't it was? even remember. It oh. was just, a, 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 you know, one of my like styles of jokes that wasn't, it was maybe like the, the P joke, like nothing like yeah, yeah, terrible, yeah. but maybe a little bizarre. But I, you know, I was very, after that Michelle shut down, I was very, I was towing the line there. But um, after that, I have thought Michelle Williams is not cool. Um, I don't. I, I, I thought she was mean. I don't know what she was going through that day, and I, I want to do the same thing that, what's his name, uh, Jacko Willink said the other day and said, like, I don't I can't assume her life, to react that way to me, her life must have been harder than mine that day and probably prior to mine, and, like, I don't know what it's like to be the, the least talented member of a band, well, you know? Well, in fairness, she the fourth one got kicked out, so she made... That's true. Okay, the second least talented? Yeah, second um, least talented, yeah. And to, you know, ruin and have a really weird moment in the song Survivor where she goes, from, from happiness, if I surround myself with positive things, I'll gain prosperity. It's the weirdest, <laughs> it's the worst thing I've ever, like, Can I've always thought that was a really bad part of that song. She Did goes, you I'll gain prosperity. <laughs> like, what are, who, could you have please given that to Beyonce? It really, Luigi just it looked up, like and that a, is a really uh, good impression, by the way. It sounds like that should be at, like, the Declaration of Independence. Like, the prosperity. <laughs> Wait, one more time. Uh-uh. That ain't it. <laughs> and you know what? I'm, I'm not though? as good of a singer as her. I never will be. I would probably murder Luigi to even have a tenth of her singing talent. But that that wasn't that wasn't it. Let's get did to the, the next. Did story. the line did the line annoy you before the interview, or did it annoy you more after? Like it always annoyed me, but now I'm, okay. I'm going no, public no. about it. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> and you know what? It didn't annoy me. It used to actually make me happy because I go, maybe I could be in Destiny's Child. If if that made it in, maybe I could do it. And, right, but again, I don't mean to say, like, Michelle Williams might be a lovely person just of having a rough day and I'm being petty now about it. But um, 
And that song is a number one Billboard hit, and maybe it is because of that and not despite it, but I would think it was the letter. Man, that's a roller coaster of a sentence. Okay, a woman <laughs> sues Starbucks. <laughs> I, I, on that roller coaster, I just got Fabioed and hit with a pigeon in the head, too. So in the end, <laughs> I look like the one with uh, pigeon blood on my face. Yeah, Go but on. for a while, you were having a great time up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, the picture of me have right before that, I was like, wow. <laughs> really fun. <laughs> a woman sues Starbucks after getting first and second degree burns when she spot- spilled coffee on herself as she was returning the wrong order. So she got the wrong order, tried to give it back. It spilled all over her lap. That might have been my order because I always order extra hot. That is true. Like, that bitch if you get drink. extra hot and it burns you, that's on you. Literally. A lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we all um, remember the, the lady from McDonald's. She she got a couple million. This lady's going for 75, less than Do you know the true 000. story behind the McDonald's one? Yeah, I remember you told me it. I mean, you could recount it better than me guessing, but... Um, yeah, it was like this whole phenomenon in the 90s of like, oh, this woman sued McDonald's because she got burnt by her hot coffee. Wah, wah. And um, what they didn't tell you in a documentary later like brought to light was this was like a really this is an elderly woman who had to have multiple skin grafts and whose skin was melting off of her body because of not second degree burns, but I think like the worst degree burn and um the coffee was in a lid that wasn't secure and the degrees. coffee was so hot that it was like nearly boiling so she was a hundred percent in the right and everything every monologue joke and late night like it, it created this whole thing of like uh, it, she was the poster child of just the um the flippantly litigious uh person that like slips intentionally and then like asked for a million dollars she became like oh you got burned and then you got a million dollars like fucking it's your fault and it wasn't this poor woman had it's like like, the boy that disabled now because of it the boy that cried wolf actually got his leg bit off by the wolf and no one is like eh, eh." but this woman didn't do it yes yeah i i mean i i'm the boy who cried wolf is the one he kept crying wolf and then there was no wolf and then when he did cry wolf she didn't cry. I'm burnt. My skin's falling off a bunch of times, and then we don't know. But yes, you're right. She still does. She still <laughs> is, like. We should still feel sad for her. I would say more <laughs> so than the wolf boy. <laughs> um. Yeah. This. Uh. You know. I, I like wonder... a lady that that like kept pouring coffee on herself. She's like, not nah, not hot enough. Not hot. Like every. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to. I I do think that. Um, <sighs> I would now that I know that about that McDonald's story, I'm a little bit more apprehensive about judging this woman and and thinking yeah. that she's just being kind of um, overreactive. But boy, it's a part of the story that doesn't really look good in her favor as her taking the wrong drink. Just being one of those people that just like this is mine, and then being like, oh, I did like it, you well, know, it you just think like of her as like a Karen. Drive- she was in the drive-through, though. It sounds like. Oh, so they gave yeah. her the wrong order. Oh man, that. I mean, being spilling hot coffee on your lap and like getting burned and first and second degree burn. I mean, that that sucks, and I'm I'm really sorry for her. <laughs> Dude, but she'll buddy- gain prosperity. <laughs> my buddy Glenn, I think you've met Glenn. We were getting yeah. we got uh hot sake shots, and the <laughs> the waiter dropped the sake all over Glenn's back. <laughs> 
<laughs> we oh were my all God, dying laughing, but it was just like. Jesus. And you know when people go sake bomb, you know Glenn yeah. yelled sake, but it was because it was burning oh. the skin. You guys are the cruelest friends, just <laughs> laughing at each other's misfortunes. Oh. Fuck, we were mad. Yeah, that was like $60 sake. It was expensive. Oh, um, my God. All right, uh, next story. Tim Cook of Apple, who wakes up at 4 a.m. daily, explains oh why God. early risers are more productive. They can control the morning better than the evening and through the day. Mm-hmm. Things happen through the day that blow off you. He has four kids, by the way. So it's like his whole thing is like you could have the whole morning to yourself Yeah, because the kids wake up at probably six, seven, and so you get two hours without them. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I just think, you know, you could wake up later if you don't ruin your life with kids and a wife. I know. We were talking about the other night of, like, (laughs) how much we get to do because we don't have kids. Like, you were talking about, oh, uh, we were watching White Lotus, and what's his name in the show? This isn't a spoiler, but he's, like, worried about having ball cancer. And you were like, God, (laughs) imagine, like being worried that you might have a terminal illness while also having to like be a dad and like be upbeat for your kids. And I'm like, that's parenthood is like dealing with your adult shit that you can't put on your kids and having to like be present with them while also Ugh. dealing with bills. And, and, and that's why I don't, I don't really want to sign up for it because I like, I need to, mommy needs to cry <laughs> and be depressed sometimes. And like, nap and I, I mean the other day on a subreddit there was like why don't it was like an ask women it was like why don't you want kids and I just wrote I value I value sleep too much and like you and I know that you only sacrifice sleep for like the first you know four years or whatever like the mo like that's the worst time I guess yeah when you're raising kids where you don't get a lot of sleep but I would venture to guess those, you know, four years might age you like a president and really like <laughs> ruin prosperity. Your... Yeah, I, I want to. I want to have I, a good. I think it'd be so. I feel like if we had kids, not me and you, but you know, if we had kids, you know, yeah. uh, when they were like eight or nine, we'd be like, "All right, it's time to take care of us." You know, <laughs> like I would be like, "It's your turn to." It's your turn. It's like, I'm a A lot of kids do do that. (laughs) Read the book Running on Empty and you will see if you relate to any of this of a parent who you go, wow, no, they didn't hide that stuff from me. Maybe the book Running on Empty will help you understand your childhood. Yeah, every day my dad told me he had ball cancer. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the parents in White Lotus are a whole other issue. I mean, that show is in and of itself. Let's take a quick break and come back with our weekly sports moment. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I dot Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. 
Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. If you're in the market for some new headphones because you keep losing yours, the ones you shell out hundreds of dollars for, stop doing that and just go with the JLab JBuds line. All of their products are compatible with the JLab app, so you can customize your sound to your personal preferences. They've got so many options. They've got the JBuds Mini. It's the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. They're compact. They can fit on your keychain. They're actually so small that you can sleep with them in. They come in five cute colors, mint, aqua, black, sage, and pink. I'm obsessed with them. Or there's the JBuds ANC3, which is their smallest active noise-canceling true wireless earbud. And then, if you're a sporty person, there's the JBuds Air Sport, true wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, they're sweat-proof, and they have a be-aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. What I want you to know is that JLab is now my preferred brand of earbud, and now they can be your preferred brand. All you have to do is use code Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. That's a lot, you guys. Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power. The kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, we're back. It's time for the Weekly Sports Moment. Here's Andrew's Weekly Sports Moment. <laughs> I love that so much. Me too. <laughs> Girlfriend of U.S. Paralympian born without legs who's been accused of using him for TikTok fame admits he didn't think she was genuine when she took an interest because people aren't nice to him. Mm. They're still dating, but right. a few years ago she reached out to him. He's won like two gold medals, but he has no legs. And they just assume that she's, you know, taking advantage of him because he's legless. If he if but if he won gold medals with legs, would people assume that she was like into him only for his gold medals? You know, like maybe she's into him for his titaniums, too. Yeah, I mean, look, like, you, I, I, you know, there's you, been times I've seen guys with no legs or like one of those blade legs. And I'm like, that's so hot that they were like they are so confident and able to overcome that thing that like I don't mind a guy like guys with disabilities like sometimes are hot because it speaks to their character that they've been through something hard and I'm kind of like I want that not for clout but like I would be I would like to have that I would like to push that wheelchair around because I'd be like proud of my like disabled boyfriend who's like cool and I don't know been through tough shit so is that bad to be attracted to someone because of their thing no it's a it's a it's it's like being attractive to someone with big ears or whatever. We just put it. We no, just put it, it feels on. that way. I'm just kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't be caught dead unless they had three gold medals for hearing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's. I think you could probably screw anything the on a Olympics leg. Would be so funny where they have people in a stadium like like a track and field stadium. <laughs> But it's like people stand far away and just whisper things. And if you can hear what they heard, they take another step back until they can't hear. And then you figure out who has the best hearing. That would be dope, dude. I'd watch that. Or the visuals like you do at the uh, at the DMV. Yeah, like you would be so good. When we were golfing the other night, you could see balls go that I, di- I couldn't see. And maybe you have more of an eye for it because you're used to like hitting balls. So you know how to like follow it and look. But you have eagle eyes. I do have like, eagle eyes. You look like you have, have eyes of an eagle. <laughs> yes, I have very eagle. <laughs> They're black and small <laughs> and darty and How cold. dare you? They're hazel. It's the one good thing about me. <laughs> my hazel eyes are my no legs. His no legs. Behind these hazel eyes, <laughs> here he is once again. Um, okay, so, yeah, this is, I, I guess I care. I don't care. I mean, I do care. I just feel like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I bet, I bet this girl... I bet it's just I think that this is laced in misogyny of like this girl must be using this guy because she actually posts about his affliction and talks about it. And so and I bet if it were the other way around, people would be like, he's such a good boyfriend. And like because it's her and people are jealous because they want to fuck this like legless Joe. Do you think there's um, I mean, if you have no legs, your dick looks like it hangs low. Compared to having legs. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, that's interesting. Like, you invested so much in a, a penis pump in college, and you maybe tried those Extends pills. I could have just you... cut my legs off, yeah. Yeah, we could have just gotten you, um, <laughs> like, you could have just gone swimming in a manatee zone and, and waited for someone to come by in a speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> He's 
so nice. Okay, let's get to our uh, weekly segment, um, Fanthrax. I'm just picturing a manatee driving that boat. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> Fanthrax. <laughs> Thank you, Avi Calloway. Uh, for that uh, sound bite, let's get to our fan mail. All right. Um, do you want a, a written message or a voicemail first? Let's do voice. Okay. So this one comes from Justine. <laughs> Hi, Nojuki. It's Justine in Michigan. I've been listening to you since day one. I love mm. you guys so much. Just finished uh, your podcast where you talk about all your superstitions. We are the same person. Really? Um, I will throw something into a basket, and right before I throw it, I'll say, like, if you miss this, you're never going to get married, or something absolutely insane. I, yes. And I can't not give myself some sort of psycho ultimatum when I do that. I don't know why. Um, I'll even do, if I see a penny that's heads up, I have to pick it up or else I won't have good luck. But then oh I feel God. bad if people see me picking up a penny and they think, like, I need money. And, like, I want to make sure other people that actually need the penny get the penny. So I feel guilty and then I get into an overthink cycle. But my biggest thing is at my parents' house, the steps that go to the basement, I have to count them every single time I go up or down them. There are 14 steps and I can count them one by one or I can count them by twos. I have never oh. not counted them Whoa. and I am terrified of what. I would even think if I didn't count them one day. Whoa. So anyways, we are the same. Love you so much. Also, thank you for the protein bar recommendations. Got them 24 hours later, and they are bomb. So good. Yes. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, thank you, Justine. And that's interesting, the counting the stairs, because you're always going to get the the number that it is. You know, like... I wonder what that was developed from. Like, I wonder the first time she did that, being like, "I wonder how many stairs." And then it was like, "If you don't do that tomorrow, yeah." And why asked to prom? Yeah, why those stairs too? Like, I think about that. Like, why is it? I'm sure there's a psychologist that can answer this. Probably because you're scared going up the stairs. Because whenever I would run up the stairs in the basement, I'd be like, "Ooh, like boogie monster." And maybe like that has something to do with it. Like, it's gonna get you if you don't count them. Um, I love these. I love people writing in with their superstitions. That that penny thing reminded me of a Schumer joke that I used to love. And she was like, you know, I was teased by anti-Semitics in um, in school that would like for being Jewish, they would like throw pennies at me. And I was just like, this is awesome. Oh, my God. She's just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like picking up being like, yes. I just the, her the turnaround on that joke. I think she did it on her first half hour is just that's brilliant comedic timing of like she kind of looks like sad. She's like, this is all like the, the it's <laughs> yeah, just so yeah. I always loved that joke so much. Um, Make Andrew, it a quarter. Do you have yeah. any superstitions, Andrew? Uh, I throw Make pennies at all my Jewish friends. Uh, no, I um, I'm trying to think. If I have any superstitions, nothing that I remember. I I used to listen to like the same song before football games, mm. and it, and it wasn't even a pumped up song. What song it, was it? Les Mis. I, it's, it's, I, <laughs> I dreamed a dream of time gone by. <laughs> He'll throw me a pass in the end zone. Uh, um, yeah, that makes was, sense. It was the river by Garth Brooks, which is like. I think about love, mm. like, you know, your dream is just a river, ever changing as it flows, and a dream is just a vessel, and his body it must go. I don't know that song, but um, now I don't want to. No, you um, shouldn't. <laughs> unless, 
You really should. Yeah. Listen, that that we we've that reminded me of uh, one of my favorite bridges of a 1999 <laughs> hit. Prosperity. <laughs> um, all right, let's get to the um, the written uh, Franthrax. All right, this is a life hack on behalf of at Aaron Ragels. Uh, ah, oven rakes. pizza life hack. When I put a pizza in the oven, I save the box and flatten it out to use that to get the pizza off the rack. You know it is going to be the exact right size, and you don't have to worry about any dishes. Ah. Um, I got to ask, Aaron, does the pizza box burn? I said this to Andrew the other no, night because I think I saw. Th- I don't think you listened to it right, though. He oh. didn't cook it with the box in there. He uses the box to just take the pizza out. But how do you? But you would have even you had a plate too. You know what I mean? Yeah, he'll slide. So like you he had flat, a he flat. It wouldn't have saved box. your problem. It could have because I would have got the whole circumference of the pizza at the same time, as opposed to the spatula. You wanted me to cook the pizza with the box in there, and I was afraid I was going to burn the house on fire. No, someone actually sent that suggestion too, and I don't. I don't think it. I still. I still maintain that the box would not be burnt and that it would be okay. Um, all right. Uh, do we have anything else before we get to final thought? Uh, yes. Let's get to Mary. A voicemail from Mary. Which I think is very fitting. Hi, Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. Um, I mm. just wanted to send this message to mainly to Nikki, but... I've been listening, you know, for the whole podcast. I've listened to every um, episode. Oh, my God. Thank you. I just wanted to say, you know, I know, Nikki, you've been having a little bit of a hard time right now. And I just wanted to say how proud I am of you for just allowing yourself to have a bad time. And more particularly, I just remember, you know, more towards the beginning when you guys were first starting the podcast that you said like you had a really hard time being able to cry and being able to, you know, be outwardly expressive with emotions like that and that you would need to call a friend to to give yourself permission to cry and like here you are on the pod just like crying whenever and I just, <laughs> you know, whenever. I know maybe you don't mean it. I don't know if you necessarily feel amazing about it, but I just – I think it's awesome and I think it's just shows like a lot of growth and <sighs> – um, I love you guys, and I'm really just like proud of you, and I look up to you all a lot. Um, and yeah, thanks. Oh my god, Aww. that is. What was her name? Mary. Mary. Mary, thank you so much for that. Like, and how funny that I cried yeah. today on the show. Uh, <laughs> old crybaby Nikki. Um, I, honestly, like. Mary and um, Justine and Aaron, you're all like the reason that um, I was able to wake up this morning and and not be as sad as I was kind of right before I went to bed last night because I was just focusing on people that, you know, I don't even know personally who are proud of me. Like that feels so good. And like I feel part of me feels like undeserving, like, oh, my God, I can't believe they even have to waste their thoughts on me or like be worried about me in any way or like ha- like there's a part of me that feels like guilty that I've ever even had to make you feel like you know give you a, a need to be proud of me but um honestly it's like just so touching and like I feel that way about people I don't know that I feel really close to whose art uh, uh you know is is with me daily so 
I I really relate to that feeling and I'm so freaking grateful for all of you and like it is just a nice way to kind of end the show hearing that because uh you know last night was like really really rough and I just I'm not trying to like garner sympathy but um you know I was talking to someone yesterday about like describing myself as famous and like how that doesn't sound really good sometimes when I go like well I'm famous so like I and and I and I and I wanted to make that person understand like I'm not saying that you know sometimes I do say that of like listen I'm famous I can get us I can get us those things like you don't need to pay for that like maybe I can toss the fact that I'm famous and maybe they'll care and they'll give us this thing like I understand like how dumb that is and like sometimes you get to use it and get things for yourself and your friends because people care about celebrity and that has some kind of currency in society, whether it's justified or not. Final thought. I, I bring up the fact that I'm sometimes I feel like famous or like whatever that means. I know there's people that are so much more famous than me. Please do not get it misconstrued and use this against me of Nikki saying she's famous and is a narcissist. Yes, I have narcissistic tendencies like we all do. Please, please, please don't misunderstand me in saying when I tell you that I've said that before the words I'm famous, I'm only saying that to you because I'm struggling with it a lot because what it was like to be in the public eye in the 90s or before Twitter, before Reddit, before message boards, before strangers being able to comment on everything, like the hate you got was in the National Enquirer and like that was painful and you know it was it was your mom saying listen I talked to some girls at the salon and they were going off about you because they saw you in people magazine it was like that's the that's the feedback you got of people not liking you it was you watching the tonight show and hearing a joke about you which you know I'm not even at that level of fame where I'm you know uh, a household name enough that Jay Leno in the 90s would have referenced me so I would have I would have you know social media has given me the opportunity to become as well-known in quotes, as you would say that I am. So I'm grateful for it, but I set out to become quote unquote famous and wanted that attention as a kid because I always wanted to be popular. I always felt unseen. I wanted people to love me because I didn't feel loved enough. All of those things led me to this, but like I did not sign up to have people write 1500 page or 1500 letter or word uh, diagnoses of my mental state and um, diatribes about why I'm a bad person and a sociopath and how someone needs to intervene and how Nikki if you're reading this I'm really sorry but it's just true and no one in your circle is going to tell you because you surround yourself with yes people and blah, 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 blah. I, I didn't sign up for that and you can say yes you did you know what you were getting into you chose this life when MySpace was around you've you've engaged with people on Instagram. You started a podcast in which you asked for people to like you. And when you, that's what you sign up for. We get to ridicule you, but I would venture to say that I haven't murdered anyone yet. I haven't like, I'm not, I, I really promise you I'm not trying to hurt anyone. And I'm only trying to like, I, my motive in being a celebrity now is just to bring happiness and to promote and to make myself feel good and to make others feel good. And, and and making myself feel good, not from, like, hurting anyone. And sometimes I do get that, like, surge of, like, feeling good because I make fun of Michelle 
William's voice or whatever. Like, and that's an ugly part of myself. And my ego was hurt when she made fun of me backstage at The View and, and on camera. And so, yeah, I'm lashing out. Uh, bad character defect. There you go. You got me. Use it against me someday. Uh, you know, whatever your name is on, Inst- on Reddit that I don't remember. But I didn't sign up for this. And I'm really struggling with becoming more well-known because I don't like it. I, it. It seemingly overnight, my subreddit went from people just p- posting pictures of my legs and saying like, legs for days and like my smile and being like, I love when she's happy to, to hundreds of comments about why I'm a bad person and why I don't deserve anything I got and how I'm delusional and like just like the cruelest things I've ever thought about myself have been written at length and I'm you know I don't want to send anyone to go read it because I really don't even like you'll get those things in your head and start maybe judging me based on those people's observations so I'm really like I really beg of you not to go read them if you love me because it's just and Andrew this is to you too even though you've maybe probably seen them I wrote them (laughs) dude that was the best that was the fucking best like that's why we love you i mean honestly that was fucking great but i I just I, I, i don't know that i want this to be honest with you guys i'm really having a hard time like Last night was one of the worst nights of my life. I heard you awake. I mean, we could talk about it off air, but yeah. I heard. I, I mean, it was. I don't. Like, I don't know what was happening. It wasn't out there. like. It wasn't just like, you know. Oh, she thinks she's cool, or she doesn't. She looks tired, or like you know, some of the comments that I like actively unsubscribe from that thing to just not see about my looks. Like those were always my biggest fears. And yeah. It turns out my biggest fears aren't people commenting on my looks. It's like them thinking that I am a sociopath and a narcissist and abusive and, uh, you know, a drug addict and uh, overly medicated, under medicated, whatever it is, like, that's my biggest fear. So, like, I just, I, I hope that if anyone's listening that has written those things, like, I'm not asking for your your empathy because I'm, you know, like I've gotten so many things from being in the public line, in the limelight in terms of like, I'm going to make this quick. I've got there. I get so much from being quote unquote, like a little bit famous, but this other side is enough to make me want to just like step away and like maybe just invest in like real estate now with my money. Like I, if I, I got to come up with a plan to avoid it because it, and I thought I did, you know, and it was the it's so it was the worst night of my of my life reading those things and I like wish I could like eternal if I could go eternal sunshine I would do anything like the way it felt last night I was just like I had you know it, it felt like that eight year old staring at the blinking VCR all over again of like oh no I'm gonna have to like I just I can't live with with being the person that these people think that I am and not just a couple people, hundreds of people. And, uh, and then there was another subreddit that's or a little <laughs> thing that said, we need to protect Nikki at all costs. And it was talking about those thoughts. And I really appreciated that subreddit. And 
Yeah. I, and I don't I don't need everyone to be a vigilante for my like protection. I'm not asking for that. I'm just and this is just to everyone in your life. Like, let's all just be a little bit kinder to each other. And, and, and me, too. Like, it made me look at myself of like, I just don't want to put anything like this out there that would ever make someone feel even a fraction of the way I feel. And so, like, in that, like, I am really like moving forward. I like especially with you, Andrew, like only want to make you feel good and like be positive in your life and like give you reason to love yourself as much as I truly love you. And like, I, I'm really like, sorry for ever making you feel the way like I felt last night. Cause I really like, I got a taste of my own medicine and like OD'd on it last night. So I just want to apologize to you and again, apologize to the fans for bookending the show with tears and it's so awkward and I don't like this at all, but, um, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend and a great Tuesday night. And, uh, <laughs> and Andrew, disable your accounts. I really like it. Did not feel good last night. And um, don't be out there. And uh, yeah, have a great weekend. And Jack Manatee. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.